You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. I, uh, I don't know what it is, but I got these allergies going here. I guess this is going to be a springtime thing forever. I never had it before, right? So, sorry if I sound a little congested. Here's the number, 800-922-6680. Yesterday uh, in uh, Fulton County with uh, Pawnee Willis taking the stand. Here, here's what happened yesterday. Uh, Nathan Wade was compelled to testify yesterday. <clears throat> Nathan Wade was not a good liar. He had a lot of lying to do to cover up all the crap that they did. Because she hired him, even though he was her boyfriend, and he had no qualifications to be a part of this federal case, but she got a lot of money from the White House, like $14 million from the White House. She's been having meetings in the White House. All of these other uh, DAs are meeting at the White House, and they're getting their Marjorie's orders from the White House, which means all of these cases, as I said originally, were completely political. They are completely political. They are a joke. This woman hustled and put together a, a case uh, just in time for a deadline. <clears throat> she was going to take her and and uh, and 17 other co-defendants. They were going to do a Cuban-esque kind of trial of Donald Trump, just like they do in Cuba. Probably put them all in cages at the back of the uh, at the courthouse, and and everything fell apart. Everything fell apart. She took federal money to hire her boyfriend, no qualifications for goods and services that didn't include I don't know legal stuff. And then they tried to cover it all up yesterday by saying, oh, yeah, I only use cash. I've never used anything but cash. All you got to do is show one credit card receipt in her life, and you'll disprove that. So she's in a lot of trouble. She's in a bleep load of trouble. And she got all emotional yesterday, marched in the courtroom to try to cover up the mess that he had created. And my God, he created a glorious mess. I mean, it was it was spectacular. Listen to him. He, he didn't remember that he took, well, he sure uh they they went on a bunch of trips right including uh, at a cabin and, and i think it was earlier this year listen to this man he was completely disheveled he was completely lost he was caught in a lie he was like sitting in front of his wife telling him that i've been hanging you know she's saying are you seeing funny no i'm not i'm not really <clears throat> what about this uh, ca- this credit card receipt here when you went on this trip to wherever or whatever and, and he looked like a man who had been uh, cornered because he'd been caught in a lie. I'm asking you to go through a thousand pages of records. I'm asking if you remember paying for a cabin six months ago in Tennessee. No. You remember booking a cabin? Here, listen to this. I booked lots of cabins. Yeah, lots of cabins. <laughs> Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? Ever. Ever. He's trying to figure out, how in the hell am I going to get out of this? He had no, he had no response, and, and here he is. Uh, this is a, this is a uh, about his uh, sexual relation. By the way, he's trying to get around to whether they were doing the, you know, the, the boom chicka boom. He couldn't even be upfront about that. And where, um, when did he come to? I guess the condo. I'm not sure what you called it, condo apartment. Um, would he come and stay at that condo or visit you there? I'm sorry, visit you there. What condo? What? Oh no, that's the wrong one. That is the the wrong one. I'm talking about uh, Nathan Wade. Here's a Nathan Wade again, sweating up a storm on the witness stand. Period of separation, which included up to May the 30th of 2023. Isn't that correct, sir? 
The, the, my answer to this interrogatory is none. It's no. So you're saying that you did not have sexual relationships with anyone uh, outside of your marriage, and the period of separation is during the period that you're answering the question to this interrogatory, correct, sir? I'm saying during the course of my marriage, I did not have sexual relations to anyone, and this answer's no. Well, again, Your Honor, I, I need to, You can proceed, Mr. I need to, we need a yes or no. <clears throat> Let's just get down to it. Did you or did you not, by May the 30th, <clears throat> 2023, have had sexual relations with Ms. Willis, yes or no? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Now, <clears throat> what you did is you answered no to that question, didn't you, or none, correct? I didn't answer no to the question you just asked. I answered no to the interrogatory question. And the interrogatory stands uh, that you answered as a pleading. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive and nobody is fooled by it. It's so glorious. It's so good. Fulton County, Georgia, District Attorney Fonnie Willis defiant on the witness stand she could face serious consequences for alleged ethical violations in the prosecution of former President Donald Trump and 18 other co-defendants. Here's what uh, here's what MSNBC had to say about it yesterday because they were freaking out. Yeah, this this has been a bombshell and it was a slow, a sort of a slow burn, but slow burn, um, yeah. if, you, if you parse the language, huge, huge issues here. And I want to be really clear, this is not about a relationship between two consenting adults. This has nothing to do with that. It's about lying to the court. It's about potential financial gain on the part of Fannie Willis. And not, not even so much. That, that's a second, that takes the back seat here. The issue is that her credibility is shot. Yeah. Um, just as Anthony was saying, if she lied to the court, she submitted something to the court that she knew was false and inaccurate, what else was she lying about? It's a horrible, horrible look for her. I think this case is dead in the water. Yeah, but of course, uh, MSNBC, uh, they went home. They probably had a few drinks, passed out, woke up in a pool of their own sick, and said, we've got to defend Fawny Willis. So this is what they did today. What did you make of that moment? I thought that moment was successful for Fonnie Willis. She sort of harnessed her emotion and in that moment redefined, let's let's take peel back the onion and clarify why it is that we're here. You've given me the equivalent of a proctological exam on national television. Oh, I don't know if it's proctological. And none of it was necessary because what you're trying to do is what, as Andrew just mentioned, just Nathan Wade did a few gynecological distract from what my office is doing. We had conversations today about how much cash Fonnie Willis kept in her home at all times <laughs> yes. based on directions from her father and how she was raised. Based from, on, on directions from her father, she only pays everything in cash. We could not have sure. gone any further afield from the allegations in her very sizable indictment. So at that moment to crystallize, hey, wait a second, this is why we're really here, I thought was effective. And I would just want to go back even further, Alicia, because... You have to ask yourself if you're Fonnie Willis and her team, are you better off at 525 today than you were at 925 this morning? going into this based on the allegations that were made in the papers and, and Judge McAfee's decision to have an evidentiary hearing. And I and think the answer to that, mostly based on Fonnie Willis's own testimony, is yes. Oh my God. What do you think? Let's go ahead and go with the tape. As you know, Mr. Wade is a Southern gentleman. I Me, mean, not so much. Um, I think I bought him. He likes wine. I don't really like wine, to be honest with you. I like Grey Goose. This is the truth, Judge. And this, it, it, it is a lie. It is, it is gonna, a lie. Right. 
You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. Wow. Um, I'm not seeing the whole victory thing here. I, I think they're just kind of making stuff up pretty much. Yeah. In fact, I know she is. Are you kidding me? Absolutely ridiculous. Listen, listen to this. This is She's getting all, uh, all uh, ghetto, I guess. They, they use the word ghetto. Right? I, I call it Springer. And then he tells me how much it is, and I give him the money back. I don't, just like you're asking me about the money with Robin, I don't do my friends like that. So if you tell me it's a G, then you're going to get $1,000. You're going to get Whatever a G. Whatever it is, I didn't ever make him produce receipts to me. Whatever he told me it was, I gave him his money back. Ain't nothing but a G thing. I guess. <laughs> it is just, I mean, honestly, I don't even know what to say. Uh, all you need to know, and uh, and what I garnered from this, and any uh, rational thinking person would uh, would garner from this, is that Nathan Wade went up <clears throat> yesterday on uh, on the uh, witness stand, made a complete buffoon of himself, was so desperate to cover up all of the lies and the nonsense as to literally say, okay, here's the deal. I mean, uh, all of the money that uh, you got, and and when we went all those trips and everything, um, let's say that you paid me back in cash for it and only cash because my dad told me that I should not ever pay anything but only in cash because that's what black women do. <laughs> it is spectacular. It is. It's just, it's just glorious. I mean, what you're saying is, is it, it's almost like a movie. It was almost like a movie because you're looking at people who are caught red-handed, and 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 I I'm not sure. I don't think any of it is from shame. They don't feel any shame about it, but they were caught. They've been caught. They realize that it's all over. They realize that their careers are over. They realize that <clears throat> that. Uh, Everything they've done has been exposed. She's she's right now swinging, swinging, uh, you know, swimming for her life right now because she is done. She is done as an attorney. This case, I don't know about this case. Obviously, the case needs to go away. All of these stupid cases need to go away. They're utterly, utterly ridiculous, and they're all political. And I love the fact. I just love the fact that this is karma. This is karma that the White House would find the most despicable characters they could possibly find with low moral character and fortunately low intelligence to twist jurisprudence, to twist the law, to go after a political candidate for political reasons and do it quickly. You've got to do it quickly. And so they got really, really stupid sloppy. And and she originally started getting money from Biden in, in uh, you know three years ago fourteen million dollars and that's when she said we're going to go on a little spending spree we're going to have a little bit of fun you and I are going to go on trips and everything and then there's uh, another the 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 uh, the, the uh, DA's office got another five hundred thousand dollars for gang prevention from the federal government and the person in charge of that said we're going to buy swag with it we are going to buy new computers with it we're going to buy new vehicles with it not one dime went to those kids. Not one dime. And when the, the whistleblower who came out and said, hey, there's more, uh, more malfeasance in this uh, DA's office, she was led out of the building by seven armed guards because Fawny Willis fired her. This is all coming down gloriously, raining down from heaven on this awful, awful, wretched, corrupt political woman who would put someone in jail, or for that matter, 18 people in jail for nothing. And I am so glad that she is going to burn for this, because honestly, anybody who does this deserves it.
find something else to do. You should have never been a lawyer in the first place. When I hear her speak, I think, what are law schools cranking out right now? Because honestly, the, the woman is an idiot. And if you don't believe me, listen to her speak. Listen to her boyfriend speak. My God. Really? All right. Um, I'm going to... No, I'm going to move on. Uh, right? Should we move? I think we should move on. I think we should move on because there's plenty of other things to say. You know, uh, yesterday we found out that uh, the the big uh, uh, terror attack that was supposed to happen, I guess, they were saying that suddenly out of nowhere, Russia wanted to put nukes in the atmosphere. Remember that? And I remember that it was yesterday, the same day, that Mike Johnson said, the, uh, the Ukraine deal's done. And I said on the show yesterday, well, clearly, because they're saying the Ukraine deal is done, somebody's got to spark some panic. Mike Turner, the House Intel Committee chair, said, oh, oh, well, I know that uh, you were thinking about the, the money from Ukraine, but did you know that, uh, that Russia's got to put nukes in the atmosphere? And so probably it would be a good of money to give money to Ukraine, I guess, because Russia, yeah, and, and the mainstream media gobbled it up. The House Intelligence Committee chair warns of a new threat. It could involve Russia putting weapons in space. Nuclear threat from space. A top House lawmaker sounds the alarm on a serious national security threat. The U.S. facing a national security threat over Russia's plan to put nuclear weapons in space. Yeah, the only problem was all a bunch of crap. It was all a made-up story. It was coordinated between the White House and this uh, this Mike Turner guy. Yeah. Here's uh, Anthony Blinken yesterday saying, oh, no, no, there was no nuke threat. This is not an active capability, but it is a potential one that we're taking very, very seriously. This is not an active capability that's been deployed. And though Russia's pursuit of this particular capability is troubling, there is no immediate threat to anyone's safety. Yeah, they needed to say this because other world powers were going, holy crap. And they made up the story. They made up the story. And it began to resonate bigger than they ever expected. And they had to clear things up before the bleep hit the fan internationally. I've got more audio on this on the other side, including uh, John Kirby being approached and saying, hey, this was a hoax, right? And he used uh, an old-timey English expression. I'll share that, and then uh, we've got some other stuff coming up. Uh, the number is 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Relentlessly slowing the spread of the stupid every day. It's The Rob Carson Show. So uh, last time Fawny got in a little hot agua, she went to church. <laughs> this morning she went to the church of MSNBC, and now she's claiming she's a victim. Sorry about um, that. Yeah. I just have to ask if you are, I mean, obviously you are a law enforcement professional, and you have been doing this for more than two decades and 19 years as a prosecutor, and you obviously stand on firm ground and know what you're doing. But I have, I have to ask if it has crossed your mind, if you are worried about your own safety and that of your staff. They're saying, her dad said today, that, yeah, when she was inaugurated, an angry mob surrounded her uh, house of racists because, you know, it's Atlanta. Uh, okay. If, if opening this investigation could, <laughs> could make you targets. Oh, absolutely. Um, since we've opened this... Um, Open what, Fonnie? What are you open there? We've gotten, my security has <laughs> doubled. Uh, we've gotten a lot of comments, interestingly. <gasps> comments? Oh, my God. Enough. Um, the comments are 
always racial, racist. Racial, of course. Uh, and it, it's really just because of the racism and everything. The waste yeah. of time and foolishness. And you got the hundreds of thousands of dollars and the you know the big house and the whole thing, and you're living large. I mean, not racism. going to stop me from doing my job, and I don't. Fi- think that it's an insult to remind me that I'm a black woman. So it is a waste of their time. But we do understand that some people are unstable. Some people think the nerve of me to actually do my job. But I took an oath. I made a commitment to the citizens in my community. And I'm going to do my job. Wow. Um, She's a very low moral character and intelligence. That's it. That's all you need to know. And she is an insult to everything. The law to the black culture, black community, I think, anyway. I'm a white guy. What do I have to say? I mean, honestly, she's a bloody embarrassment. It, it really is. I mean, what a shameful embarrassment. And then, and then, and here's the thing. She's the product of decades of this bull crap, uh, uh, decades of this nonsense, this DEI crap. And, and they put her in her position because she was of low moral character. She was of low intelligence. And also, uh, she has this massive racial chip on her shoulder for no reason. All right. And, and so <clears throat> they put it in her position because they think she's unassailable because she checks a couple of boxes. And then when when she does and, and like this is why they put her in that, because she's unassailable, because now she can just go over to MSNBC and say, I am a black woman. I had a black boyfriend. And the reason why everybody's going after me is because I'm black and I am so grateful to God that after decades of hearing this call of racism, 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 you're a racist, I'm a racist, everybody's a racist, blah, 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 it's finally starting to fall on deaf ears. I have been playing, praying for this moment for about 30 years of my life. I'm not kidding. I have been. Because on university campuses, they just call conservatives racist. And then and then there were cries of racism about this and that. And then it got worse. And then you're called a white supremacist. And then you're called a whatever. And fake hate crimes are glorified and they cause riots around the country. And people on the left are trying to create a race crisis like it's 1968 all over again. And it is not. Not at all. It never has been. It's all been a ruse. And it's all being expo- exposed. And no amount of going to church and no amount of going to Rachel Maddow are going to make any difference because Fonnie Willis is done. She looks like a fool. She looks like a buffoon. This case will never go to trial. They've got that idiotic case about Stormy Daniels going to be taken up in March. Another political scandal, scam. It's a scam. It's a scam prosecution. But they got him in court at the end of March. They're doing everything they can. And it is all very, very obvious that it is all political. And it's all going to fail. I realize it's very frustrating to get up. And you know that Judge Ingeron in New York is going to fine Donald Trump a billion dollars. Just something stupid like that. And MSNBC, and they're going to dance, and all these idiots on Twitter are going to dance around and celebrate and all this, even though what they're celebrating is Marxism. And they can dance at everything, but their day will come. Because it's based on corruption, it's based on illegality, and If there's an evil, it's going to be countered by good, and good is going to win. Ken Chandler publishes a magazine called Newsmax. We're going to talk about Joe Biden's brain coming up. Don't go anywhere.
Coming up, Ken Chandler from Newsmax Magazine on Joe Biden's dementia addled brain. But first, Jim Gossett. Time to use 2525. If Biden's still alive, this country can survive. Invoke 25. Time to use Amendment 25. Joe's competence, it just took a dive. Robert Hurst says he's too old to stay. Use 25 and send Joe away. The 25th Amendment does apply. Joe Biden's lost. He's a senile guy. If he's too old to prosecute, as president, he should get the boot. Whoa, they must invoke Amendment 25. There's no way America can thrive With Joe Biden as our president <laughs> To a home he should be sent Whoa. Time to use 2525 We have uh, the editor-in-chief of Newsmax Magazine, Ken Chandler, on the uh, on the line. I would imagine, Ken, you, you know that song? Yes, it's very, uh, very appropriate. <laughs> yes, sir. So, you know, I guess you guys have uh, uh, some, uh, I, I don't know, Magic 8 Ball or Subway to predict the future because the last two covers of Newsback Magazine have coincided perfectly with the major news of the day. Before the major news of the day hit, you got uh, the targeting of, of, uh, of Justice Thomas last month. This month, I got this episode or this issue a week ago, Joe Biden's brain, can he really govern? This is another uh, deep dive, which you don't see in mag magazine publications anymore. And I, I just think it's amazing that you guys have, what, 700 plus thousand subscribers in a time when newspaper magazine subscriptions are down. This piece is by Matthew Lisiak. Why don't you tell us about the piece? And, and, uh, and I mean, you obviously hit this before, before this really, you know, became part of the public discourse. Yes, we, we did. Um, and we've been watching Biden uh, very, very closely for the last three years, ever since he came into the White House. And I, I think that, uh, you know, it became obvious to us, and I'm sure it's obvious to everybody, that, you know, he has declined mentally. I mean, it's very apparent. It's very obvious. Uh, you know, every day you see, we see it with our own eyes, the slurred words, the delayed responses, forgetting or confusing names of people he's known for decades, mixing up the foreign heads of state, answering questions that people haven't even asked. You know, and the thing is that, you know, we're not talking about some kindly grandparent or a beloved neighbor who's in their 80s. This is the president of the United States. This is our commander in chief. This is the man who has his finger on the nuclear button. So, you know, this is this is a serious issue. And, uh, you know, we felt that it was it was something that we needed to highlight in the magazine. 
thing I saw in the magazine, which I'm just now hearing about, and I, and I knew this, but but people are buzzing about it right now, is not only uh, does he appear to be uh, you know experiencing, no, he is experiencing a mental decline, but you also brought up the fact that he had two brain surgeries in one year. A lot of people don't realize. I knew he had an aneurysm. I knew he had a, you know his head cracked one time, but he had two surgeries in one year, and you know that's got to be having some sort of effect on his brain now. Right. So, you know, right now I'm, I'm going to age myself because I actually covered that campaign. Uh, it was for the 1988 election, uh, and he was one of the Democratic ca- candidates. Now, he dropped out of the race, not because of uh, the aneurysm. Uh, he dropped out because of a little issue with plagiarism that you might remember. Yes. But after he dropped out, he, I think this was 1987, he was diagnosed uh, with an aneurysm. They uh, performed surgery on him. And then a short time later, they found another aneurysm. So they had to go back in. So you're right. He had two surgeries in, within a very short period of time. And I think, you know, any doctor will tell you that that's, that's really serious stuff, brain surgery, and it's something that, uh, you know, you probably does leave, leave a mark. Well, yeah, I, I've got a friend who had uh, an aneurysm surgery probably 20 years ago, and it changed his behavior. I mean, it really changed him for life. He's still a, an affable person, but it definitely changed his behavior. You've got a uh, an issue with not only that, but also what appears to be a cognitive decline, whether that is senility, whether that is Alzheimer's. We're not sure, but they aren't uh, They aren't uh, telling us the truth. Ken, I just find it very uh, uh, obvious the reason why they're not doing a cognitive test you know, is because he would not pass it. And then you combine this with the Robert Herr uh, classified documents uh, case where he said that Joe Biden wouldn't be brought to trial because he's not mentally fit, essentially. He's too old, old and forgetful is what they say, but it's not old and forgetful. I mean, this is pretty remarkable. Have you ever seen anything like this in your career in, as a journalist? And I know you have. This is remar- These are remarkable historic times. No, I've never seen anything like it. You know, and it's the same reason that they didn't allow him to be interviewed before the Super Bowl. Now, you know, traditionally, a president uh, does an interview. I mean, it's a great opportunity to talk to millions of Americans, especially in an election year. You'd think he would jump at it. But I think his advisors just thought it was too big a risk to put him in front on the camera uh, to answer questions. And, um, you know, we, we, in our magazine, in, a, in the cover story for the magazine, um, we interviewed more than a dozen top medical experts about the president's ability to govern. Um, we even spoke to a former White House doctor who had treated Joe Biden um, when he was vice president. And that doctor told us that he actually lies awake at night worrying about Biden's mental condition and what could happen to our country. So, you know, this is this is serious stuff. And it's it's something that, uh, you know, I I think is is a a matter of big concern. And, you know, the thought that this man might be in the White House for another four years if he were to win the election in November uh, is very frightening.
Well, I uh, I predicted literally three years ago he would not make it through the election, and he's not going. To, he would not live to be the end uh, to the end of his presidency. And I, I'm not t- meaning to be a jerk about it. My my folks, we used to have our elderly and fern relatives come and stay with us rather than go to a nursing home. And I've seen this time and time again the decline. And and I have seen just if you look at an interview with Joe Biden in 2020 versus what's happened just last week, where he went to the brewery and he couldn't talk, where he's talking to dead people, where the uh, you know the crown prince was there the other day. He didn't know where to stand, and, and it's it's very 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 obvious uh, that that he needs to be removed from office. Let me ask you this, Ken, because you're a journalist, and I don't know where you are politically. I've never talked to you about politics. I only talked to you about the magazine. But but you know when you see a story that is this obvious, when you see the president in in three years of of decline, and and the world is making fun of it, the world are taking note of it. Everyone in the world and the media is saying Joe Biden's mind is not working. There's something wrong. And yet on MSNBC, they say he's fine. And and on MSNBC, they say Fonnie Willis uh, did a great job yesterday on the stand. What? How can journalists be so uh, off the mark? I mean, uh, to forsake journalism, and, and when 87% of the population says somebody's brain is not working, and the journalists say, no, he's fine, he's fine behind the scenes, it's just when he's in front of the camera that he has dementia. Honestly, what drives a journalist to do that, Ken, to be that blind? Well, I, I think we're being generous to call them journalists. I think that it's, honestly, <laughs> yes, I think yes, it's yes. disgraceful, the coverage that you see in the in the in the corporate media and on these left wing cable channels i mean they are carrying so much water for for biden it, it it's not i mean i can't even i mean i can't believe that people that there are audiences that actually believe what they're hearing and yet obviously there are because yeah. uh, they do have people tuning in but it, it's to, to me it, it it's just uh it's not journalism it really isn't it's it's more like public relations I think that if you look at, for instance, the declining numbers, uh, CNN now is uh, getting ready for a major all-haul. They're going to start cutting the salaries of some of their major anchors, giving Anderson Cooper $20 million a year to attract 700,000 viewers. I've had weekends like that on my show on Newsmax, weekend shows that have had 600,000 views. Uh, and and uh, t- to me, when you see that like Newsmax is up 112% in primetime January to January, when you see a magazine that has a, a circulation of 750,000 Newsmax magazine. I think it's because of trust, Ken. I think it's because people are, you know, they're talking about news deserts, right? There are news deserts created by leftism, and and, uh, Newsmax appears to be an oasis because you can trust them. Well, I think it's it's very clear that, uh, you know, the audience for Newsmax, um, you know, is probably mostly conservative, but not entirely. But they turn to us because they want real information. They don't want all this bias that they get everywhere else. They want the facts and they want issues uh, reported and talked about and debated in an intelligent fashion. You don't find that anywhere else. Um, That's why Newsmax has become so successful so fast is uh, remarkable and, and meteoric to say the least. Newsmax Magazine the uh, latest issue in the February episode uh, issue I should say of Newsmax Magazine, Joe Biden's brain can he really govern? You've got to uh, you've got to sign up. Where can people go by the way, Ken, to, to sign up for the mag? Well, you just go to <clears throat> newsmax.com slash February and you'll get oh, February lovely. Magazine. 
Oh, very good, my friend. Well, hey, have a glorious weekend. I appreciate your uh, yeah. your uh, your uh, appearance today. I appreciate your knowledge as well. Have a glorious Thank weekend, Mud. So we'll talk again soon. There you go. <clears throat> it, it it's just it's just a nice looking mag. I I have not gotten a magazine. I have not. I used to go in literally go to the grocery store buy eight magazines a month because I was an entertainer, uh, a music, you know, radio personality. And so I was getting GQ and Maxim and stuff and all those, you know, he used to do that. And then I, you know, I get Newsweek and time, whatever, gave those up years ago. But a lot of mag, my wife got people forever and they're all, they're all gone. They're all gone. And now we do the, the news Mac, the news Max. Thank you very much. Oh, by the way, I just want to say real quick. Um, do you have jumper cables? Do you have a little extra water? Do you have a little uh, extra food just in case there's an emergency? Do you have a little emergency medical kit? Does it have gauze in it? Does it have uh, Neosporin and Band-Aids in it? It's not enough. It's not enough, particularly this year, considering how insane it is already. Considering in 2020, remember all the, uh, the supply chain breakdown? Remember we couldn't get bread? You couldn't find meat? You couldn't find toilet paper? Remember all that? Well, it's, a 20, it's an election year again, and you know it's already getting nuts. And so... Wouldn't you want to know that you have the emergency medicine your family needs, like amoxicillin and z and hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and other meds that the federal government kept from you during COVID? I had to go to Florida to get my hydroxychloroquine and, 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 and ivermectin. Had to go to a Florida doctor, you know, and not make a big deal out of it because I didn't want the, you know, the, the government to find me. It was ridiculous. Well, Peter McAuliffe has put together the wellness company, and all you got to do is go to twc.health slash Carson, twc.health slash Carson, to get your emergency medical kit. And by using the slash Carson, you get 10% off. How does that sound? Sounds like a pretty good deal to me, right? twc.health slash Carson. That's twc.health slash Carson. I had mentioned earlier that uh, yesterday uh, we were told that there was uh, uh, nukes were going to be put into space from Russia. It was on the same day that uh, the uh, the bill, the slush fund for uh, Ukraine and others uh, came from the Senate into the House and Mike Johnson said they were going to do nothing on it. And all of a sudden we find out that Russia bad because they're going to put nukes in space. And the media bit this and said, oh, my goodness. And I said yesterday on the show, well, duh. It was a plant. It was nonsense. It was meant to make you go, oh, my God, look what Russia's doing. Russia's so evil. We've got to give Ukraine more money. Here is John Kirby yesterday saying when he was approached and the obvious was asked, was this story planted so the, it would help get the, uh, the, the Ukraine spending bill over the finish line? Thanks, uh, thanks, Admiral. Um, the, the Kremlin spokesman said today that uh, the bringing up this issue um, of the Russian anti-satellite uh, capability is a, a ploy by the White House to pressure Republicans in Congress to uh, to pass the supplemental and get aid to Ukraine. Uh, what's what's your reaction to that claim? Bollocks. Bollocks. He said bollocks. That's what he said. He said bollocks. <laughs> what the hell uses the word bollocks? That's here. And then, and then, listen to this. He he says uh, <clears throat> he says that uh, uh, there's no nukes. There's no nukes. And then he pivots to uh, what's happening in Ukraine. So like he's he's dispelling like he's a used car salesman saying, uh, oh yeah, I know the seats are torn, but look at the engine. It's really really cool. You definitely want this car. Nothing is more important to President Biden than the safety and security of the American people. That's his top priority, and it's going to remain front and center as we continue to determine the best next steps. Now, if I could just briefly 
I want to share a few words about the battlefield situation. There you go. Yeah, right to the battlefield situation. <laughs> it's just so obvious. It's hilarious. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. Led Zeppelin. Love me some Led Zeppelin. So, uh, a couple of things to... Uh, I opened the show yesterday with the uh, shootings at the Kansas City Chiefs celebration in front of Union Station here in Kansas City. And I, and I brought it up because uh, my son called me after the show uh, on, what was it, uh, Wednesday. Um, and uh, he was saying, Dad, I'm okay. I just want you to know. He was panicked. He was down there. He heard the gunshots and everything. And he was okay. And, and, uh, and I said, well, let me see. There were three shooters. Uh, chances are if it was a terrorist attack, there would have been a higher body count because, you know, they were there to kill people, right? Uh, we know that uh, now two of the uh, people involved were juveniles, and they <clears throat> are going to be charged as adults. One woman died. She's a local disc jockey, local radio personality. A bunch of kids were shot. <clears throat> a couple of uh, critical injuries. We hope you'll pray for them. But uh, it was a personal dispute, which would mean probably some sort of gang-related, which is not uncommon because, you know, welcome to Kansas City. Welcome to every Democrat-run enclave in the entire world. That's the way it is going. So uh, that's where it is. And then, and then yesterday there were hints of, and of course the White House immediately launched into gun control and weapons of war because, you know, they really don't want you to have the weapon of war now. They don't. You know, if it were about guns, then they would go after the guns that kill each, you know, black kids uh, 13 times the national average in Chicago. But they don't care about them. And so yesterday I saw one article that said, uh, uh, we are talking about one of the people who uh, tackled, Trey Filter was one of the guys who uh, tackled uh, one of the people involved here. And Filter, in, in, the, in the magazine, or in the article, uh, it said here, Filter believes the weapon was an AK-47 assault rifle in a bag that had been dropped. That was dropped. That's, there's nothing there, uh, there's no there there as far as this concerned. But this, of course, resulted in the White House immediately saying, weapons of war, weapons of war. Uh, this is Karen Jean-Pierre. I didn't even play the sound bite because she's such an idiot. Uh, Karen Jean-Pierre, oh, yeah, we got to get rid of those assault rifles. Um, the reason why the White House doesn't want you to have a weapon of war is because a weapon is, of war is the only thing you can defense, your, defend yourself against a government that has weapons of war. That's it. And they're going to really start putting the pedal to the metal on it this year because they're going to try everything they can to steal the election. They are. And they're pushing you and me, and they're pushing us a little bit further, and you've got four political indictments, and you've got all of this happening, all of this insanity happening, and they're pushing, 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 and they're going to go after uh, guns. That's their next thing. We found out that they were tracking gun purchases at places like uh, Cabela's and Bass Pro. You're already on the radar. You're already on the radar. So anything that happens this year, it's going to be we've got to get rid of assault weapons because they are very concerned about you being able to defend yourself. They really are. It should be fairly obvious to all of us. Now, coming up, I do want to talk about this uh, CIA uh, report. Matt Taibbi, Michael Schellenberger have nailed it. Uh, it looks like John Brennan created Russiagate, Russian collusion. It was a massive hoax. It's the biggest scandal you've ever seen. All of the details on the other side of the break. This is The Rob Carson Show. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. 
Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. The number is 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680. I know I don't give out that number enough. I don't, you know, I have trouble with numbers too. I, I think it took me like 10 years to finally figure out Rush Limbaugh's phone number on his radio show. <laughs> so, 800-922-6680. Uh, much to get to this hour on the show. Uh, key gauge of inflation surged higher in Janvier. Confirming earlier data that uh, prices of goods and services in the U.S. rose at a faster clip as the new year began. I thought we had the Inflation Reduction Act. What the hell, honestly? Didn't we just spend like, uh, what, a trillion five on the Inflation Reduction Act? Oh, okay, maybe it was just a bunch of crap. Okay, I get it now, yeah. It was, 87,000 IRS agents. Yeah, and green energy nonsense. That's all doing a face plant, by the way. Which is fortunate, because God has a sense of humor. Yeah. Oh, this is kind of fun. Uh, I'm glad I never needed a dating app. You know, I've been married to my wife for uh, for a number of years. We'll just put it that way, over 20 years. And, uh, and uh, you know, they got the Tinder, you know, Tinder, which is sweep like, uh, swipe, sw- you know, s- s- swash. I don't know what they, I don't do Tinder, right, obviously, uh, you know. Eh. But it's like, uh, I guess it's kind of like a buffet of sexually transmitted diseases is what it is. Just sweep and there, and which one am I going to have this week? Chlamydia? I don't know. Maybe I'll try for gonorrhea. Uh <laughs> Gonorrhea is on the rise, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Apparently, some of the old-timey uh, sexually transmitted diseases are, are back. So it's not just chlamydia. It's like, I mean, the, what is it? Which one's the clap? Is that, gonorrhea? is that gonorrhea? I have no idea. My dad used to say that. He was a World War II veteran. It's like, oh, yeah, you get the clap or you get the crabs. I don't even know the hell crabs. Really? What, the, what are crabs? I have no idea. But all those old-timey ones, you know, it's like, it's like uh, you know, wearing a fedora. You know, they try on one of those old-timey sexually transmitted diseases. AIDS, no, don't have to worry about AIDS. I got chlamydia, or no, I got gonorrhea, or whatever the hell. <laughs> New dating app has uh, users have their credit score of 675 or higher. So you, you have to have a credit score of 675 or higher to, uh, to be on this dating app. I, I listen, yeah. Don't you suppose that maybe financial liquidity might be something you want to uh, know your other partner, you know, is involved, you know, w- w- rather than finding out, you know, midway through the marriage that, uh, you know, he's, his, his credit rating is 300 and he's, Im- you know, embezzled, you know, honestly, I think it's, I think this is a great idea. I think it's a great, with young people, obviously you're starting off a little bit younger and so your, your credit rating is going to get lower so you can kind of weed through that and all this. But, uh, you know, honestly, I, I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't think it's a bad idea. Oh, uh, one other thing here real quick. Um, Judge Ingerod in New York is scheduled to uh, make an announcement. He's already uh, convicted Donald Trump of being guilty of misrepresenting the values of his properties. He, he does what you have done in the past. I assume if you've ever gotten a home improvement loan and you wanted to use home equity and your property value, according to the state, was only this much, but you are sure that your property would sell at this much. So you go to your bank and you say, hey, I need this much money because my house is worth this much. They look at the assessed value from the county. You say, oh, no, but it's worth much more than that. That would cost you $370 million in New York City essentially. 
Donald Trump has done more to create jobs to unite people in New York City than everyone uh, in New York City, largely in leadership, certainly. And this is another uh, nonsense, nonsense trial. A judge who made up his mind before, he said that Mar-a-Lago was worth $18 million. It should give you a clue. It should have given you a clue the first time that MSNBC walked into that courtroom, the tally light came on the camera, and he mugged for the camera. It is a joke. It is a kangaroo court. It is nonsense. Hell is going to be paid for people like this because these rulings won't stand. Eventually despotism like this comes to a screeching halt and ends in a very, very ugly way for those in power. So you, you will hear something today. MSNBC will be wetting their pants and what's left of their audience will dance around and act like it's a big deal, but it won't be because we already know the judge has made up his mind. Duh. We know that the, the for out of nowhere they say it was two hundred and fifty thousand or two hundred fifty million dollars and they suddenly made it three seventy for no reason. We also know Letitia James campaigned on going after Donald Trump even though she had no charges, no allegations. She just said she was going to go after Donald Trump. Is that the country you want to live in? Is that the country you want to live in? Because you can dance around in all of this. And then this is what bullies do. This is what the left does. This is when you have media dominance and everybody parrots your talking point. You can dance around and you can stick fingers in people's faces. And even though you know in your heart, you know between God and you that you are right and what you are doing is right, the left is saying you are wrong, you should be shamed, you should be this, and it's going to come and bite them in the ass. That's just how karma is. <sighs> For those of you who've been listening to my uh, podcast, I started doing my podcast about seven years ago, uh, and then you know landed my TV show and got my syndicated radio show. I've been on the air for about two and a half years, syndicated my radio show. And I said in 2016, when it was said that Russia was colluding with Donald Trump to win the 2016 election, I said it would make no sense. Because Donald Trump was a hawk on defense, Donald Trump was an America first uh, a candidate, Donald Trump, was about uh, returning America to greatness economically. And the last thing in the world that, uh, that Vladimir Putin would want is Donald Trump in office. I said it doesn't make any sense that he would want somebody who's going to be so hard on Russia when you've got Hillary Clinton who sold Uranium One, 25% of our, our uranium rights on our soil, and then got $200 million from Russia Russian oligarchs into the the Clinton Global Initiative. And I said, Hillary's already been bought and paid for. This should make sense to anyone. I said that in 2016, I said it. And last night, Jesse Waters confirmed it. Part three of the investigation into how the CIA framed Trump just dropped. And it changes everything. This week, we learned how Obama's CIA told foreign spies to bump 26 Trump campaign associates, who the CIA thought were, you know, easy marks, framing them for collusion and then triggering the FBI investigation. And sending some of them, like George Papadopoulos, to prison. The illegal wiretapping and eventually the Mueller probe. We also learned there are classified documents that prove all of this, that Trump might have copies of. And it could be why Biden raided Mar-a-Lago. Yes. Now, today, Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi dropped another bombshell. Russia didn't want Trump to win in 2016. Russia wanted Hillary, and the CIA knew it. <laughs> Russia saw Hillary as manageable yeah, and predictable. Yeah. 
They were comfortable per with her and wanted her to be purchasable president. The Russians thought Trump was a wild card, didn't want to deal with that. There was never any evidence showing Putin supporting Trump. Obama's CIA director, John Brennan, knew this. They knew that Hillary Clinton could be bought and paid for. That's what it was. That's what they're trying to say. That's why she got all that money from exclusively from Russian oligarchs. And when she didn't get elected, her global initiative collapsed. They closed it down. What happened to all the money? What happened to all the good that they were doing? Oh, my God, those poor children in Haiti. Or all, maybe it was just a giant scam. And it was. Yeah. Yeah. I've got audio from uh, Michael Schellenberger I want to say. He, he's one of the people who have uncovered this. Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi are the Woodward and Bernstein of uh, this generation. I would say Generation X. Um, you know, it, that doesn't really matter. But they really are. And they take what Woods, Woodward and Bernstein did and make it look like child's play. Woodward and Ber- Bernstein are political hacks. Schellenberger and Taibbi are not. They are journalists. And they, on Twitter, they uncovered the Twitter files. And now this, which is the greatest news story... As far as abuse of power in our nation's history by the CIA, John Brennan, former head of the CIA, creating the Russia collusion hoax, creating the Russia collusion hoax to draw attention away from Hillary Clinton at Donald Trump and then to continue it during Donald Trump's presidency to effectively take down his presidency. And it was all proven to be a lie. People are going to have to pay for it. Let's go real quick to Helen in Carmel Valley, California. Hello, Helen. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? What's up? Uh, I've been following you from the Newsmax for the past few years. Well, thank you. And religiously, I'm looking, listening to your program. Thank and you very I much. I love your program. I appreciate that. I wanted that. to say, just like John Brennan, CIA, former CIA chief, who acted like a thug, the same way the other CIA chief, Liam Pneda from our valley, remember the 50 plus one? Yes. He was yeah. the one protecting uh, Biden's son, and he has never apologized to people, and he's another scumbag. Yes, yes. but I, I think we're finally... all scumbags. They are. They are. Hell. Where are you from, by the way? I'm recognizing an accent Carmel, here. Where, Carmel but, Valley, California. Well, I know you're from Carmel Valley, but what country did you originally come here from? If you don't mind my asking. Oh, no, not at all. I'm Armenian. You're Armenian. Lovely, lovely. Well, I used to yeah. work with an Armenian radio host. I have been to the, uh, to the Armenian Orthodox Church. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. I have. Oh, Glorious. Another thing. Another thing, this is very important. Did you hear what Biden said? That Putin is going to pay for it, for killing that Alexis. Yes. And he doesn't mind that our thug president, stupid, stupid, demented Biden and A.G. Garland and yeah. all these Democrat uh, scumbags are putting our people in jail and killing them. And it's yeah. OK for them to do it. But this Putin does is very bad. Exactly, Helen. Helen, I really am honored that you would listen, and it is so nice to know that you've been listening for years and you had the uh, the time and the place to call me today. It means a lot to me. I really, really do appreciate it. And I hope you have a glorious, a glorious weekend with you and your family, okay? 
You too. Bye-bye. Right, take care of yourself. Let's go to uh, Gina in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Hello, Gina. What's on your mind today? Well, you were talking about how the, uh, the bank will look at the assessed value, but they don't. They always send their own appraisers out, or I should say the independent appraisers. Yes. They never trust anybody's word on how much the house is worth. <laughs> they need to. It's like a, I, I, it's just the way it is. Well, I mean, honestly, they have better uh, lending standards at a pawn shop. <laughs> honestly, of course, a bank is going to go out and say, uh, we're not going to give you a billion dollars. Do you tell me that we know we're covered? It has always been a fraud. It's always been a joke. It should have been tossed. But this is a crooked judge in a uh, uh, a hanging judge in a in a jurisdiction that is purely political. It's a joke. It will be appealed. And uh, and I hope that it, it, it I believe it will be uh, overturned. And I hope this man eventually pays for what he has done gina i really do uh karma is karma is a hillary that's all i gotta say and, it, and it's coming i appreciate your phone call there gina thank you um here here's jesse waters a little uh, a little kind of a recap of what exactly happened with russia collusion according to this report obama's cia director john brennan asked our english-speaking allies to target the trump campaign Handing these foreign intelligence agencies a the five eyes target list of 26 Trump associates. These 26 Trump associates were to be bumped, meaning they would be approached by assets yep. bumped into. And these interactions like George Papadopoulos at a bar in Great Britain and relationships would be reported to the FBI as suspicious. These were people the CIA considered easy marks, like yeah. George Papadopoulos, 20-year-old. Yes, yes. Foreign yes. spies didn't discover evidence of Trump-Russia no. collusion and turn it over to the feds. Foreign spies were assigned by Obama's CIA to create a false impression of collusion this, to trigger an FBI counterintelligence investigation. This is the Stasi. Obama's CIA worked with Hillary's foreign agents in London to hatch the hoax, which led to the FBI investigation, wow. the illegal wiretapping, the Mike Flynn sting, and then when Trump caught oh, yeah. wind of it, the Comey firing. Oh, yes. And then Comey leaks the memos, which triggered the Mueller investigation. Now, the Mueller investigation was designed to cover up for Obama and Hillary and tee up impeachment. Yes. It failed on impeachment. But the cover-up worked yeah. until now. And all of this is going to be coming down like you wouldn't believe. FBI, DOJ, uh, DHS, all of them. There's going to be hell to pay. Michael Schellenberg on the other side of the break. Wait till you hear what he has to say. This is the Rob Carson Show. Y'all about sick of this nonsense? Let's take America back. It's the Rob Carson Show. So we know that Hillary Clinton paid for a dirty dossier that uh, supposedly tied Donald Trump to Russia because, you know, Donald Trump was colluding with uh, Vladimir Putin. Remember that? They had Vladimir Putin in uh, political cartoons in bed with Donald Trump smoking cigarettes and a whole deal. It was all bullcrap. Uh, Matt uh, Taibbi, Michael Schellenberger have another uh, article on Substack, uh, WMD Part 2, CIA cro uh, cooked the, the intelligence to hide that Russia favored Clinton, not Trump. It was true.
The effort to manufacture the intelligence community claimed that Russians had a clear preference for Trump was then created by John Brennan, the then CIA director, whom sources also implicated in an unprecedented effort to place more than two dozen Trump aides and associates under surveillance prior to the election. U.S. intel leaders like Brennan coaxed foreign allies, including the Five Eyes security partners like the U.K., into making contacts and bumping Trump associates. People went to jail for this, and they did nothing. John Brennan needs to go to jail for the rest of his stinking, filthy life. This exposes the CIA and the FBI like nothing I've ever seen. We have the Stasi in our country. We have uh, jackbooted thugs in our country who go after political opponents. We have it going on right now with four indictments from four crooked judges and DAs to go after Donald Trump. Here is uh, Michael Schellenberger talking about uh, Brennan's plan. Yeah, that's right. There's actually two separate intelligence scandals here to, for people to keep in mind. The first one happened earlier in 2016, where our sources, multiple sources tell us that Brennan oversaw manipulation of our foreign allies to basically entrap Trump associates to create the pretext for the FBI investigation of Trump supposed com alleged collusion with Russia, which we now know is debunked. The second thing is, uh, almost a year later, Brennan orchestrates a phony intelligence assessment that comes to the opposite conclusion of what their own raw intelligence, their best intelligence was showing. These are two massive, massive intelligence scandals. What we're witnessing is the political corruption of both intelligence gathering and intelligence analysis by John Brennan. And these documents, we have been told by multiple people, still exist. They're at the CIA. They need to be released. They're probably part of this larger bind which may have the other documents to support both the, the evidence of both of these scandals. So they, they created the Russia collusion hoax before the election, and they continued it into Trump's presidency to hobble him and to impeach him, and it failed. That are unaware of a 50-page report that the CIA is currently hiding at its headquarters. Oh. There may be other copies elsewhere, but there is a top-secret copy of the CIA Proven without a doubt, according to our sources, which are multiple credible sources, that Russia, in fact, favored Hillary Clinton, not Donald Trump Duh. in 2016. Duh. That they used the Steele memo, the, the infamous political document commissioned yep. by the Hillary Clinton campaign, yeah. to create, to cook the intelligence, as they said, for the early January 2017. You know who said this originally? Uh, Donald Trump. Here he is talking to Leslie Stahl, and she'd have nothing of it. So the biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my well, campaign, There's Leslie. no e real evidence of that. Of course there is. No. It's all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got I, caught. Can I say something? What, what, Leslie? You know, this is 60 Minutes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And we can't put on things we can't no, verify. You but you did. it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put on things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied and, on my campaign. Well, we can't verify It's been totally that. verified. No. Yeah, it has, actually, Leslie. And uh, you should be ashamed. You should hang your head in absolute uh, shame and embarrassment. But you don't because you're a political apparatchik, as are ABC, CBS, NBC. Anyone with a brain would have, as a journalist, pursued that story. If I could figure it out from day one, one, there's no way that the Russian government would want Donald Trump in the White House, then by God, anybody could at least take that narrative, present it, disprove it, but nobody did. You know why? Because common sense dictated it was true. That's why I said it. And once again, 
I got it right. And, and you did, too, because I know you feel the same way, and you knew it, too. And there will be hell to pay, trust me. Let's take a break and come back. The last hour, half hour of the Rob Carson Show is right ahead. Don't go anywhere. We have a special guest on the Newsmax hotline. Dr. Hadar Elbaz joins us. She is a holistic doctor, a former Israeli Air Force soldier, Ironman triathlete, double bronze Jewish Olympian medalist, and uh, just unbelievable. And she joins us on the uh, Newsmax hotline. Home, a triathlete, my goodness. That is, wow. How, <laughs> yes, indeed. Good afternoon. How are you? You are, you are serious here, I'm telling you. Uh, how, do you feel about, how do you feel about men competing with women as women? I, I don't approve of that whatsoever. Men are men, no matter whether they try yes. to change their gender or not. They will always be men. They will always have that high testosterone. I think that should be illegal, period. You know, it's it's interesting because I'm in my, my 50s. And, uh, and I know that, like, for instance, uh, my testosterone is, because of age, uh, depressed, right? And I had it tested months ago. It was uh, 250. It should be at 800, right? And so, right. Uh, technically, I could compete as a woman. I mean, right. I mean, you look at depressed, right, right. But I don't know any woman. No. I don't know. No, I don't know any woman who could take fifty-five pound dumbbells on each arm and do arm curls. So, I, you know, cannot. But this should show you that men and women, if you are, if you go through male puberty, which you will, if you're a male, and you'll go through, but you are going to be physically stronger even when your testosterone declines because of your muscle mass and other things, particularly if you keep them up, right? Exactly, exactly. Men are men, and women are women, and we're structured differently. Our DNAs are different, and you cannot just become a woman thinking you can compete with women, and then, of course, you're going to win, that is an unfair advantage, and that should really be illegal. That should it not is, uh, be a question. It, it shouldn't be, but they're allowing it. we are so devoid of reality. You know this as well as right. I do, Doctor, because, Absolutely. you know, uh, we, we've re we really, really, in the last few years, we have seen uh, uh, the HHS, the CDC, completely been uh, exposed as shills for big pharma. It's very obvious when you have a company like Moderna that was worth $9 billion for its entire entirety. And then in 2021, I believe it was, they went to a $90 billion company in one year. It should give you a good idea that there's a pipeline between big pharma and big government, right? Absolutely. They're all in bed together and just follow the money, right? That's where it goes. Now, you are working with the wellness company, and I think the wellness company is amazing. I tell everybody about the emergency medical kit. But I, I, I wonder if you had the chance to see the select committee on the coronavirus pandemic on Thursday where uh, this guy named Dr. Peter Marks testified. Did you get a chance to see that? Because I want to I share it with you and get your respect. That's cool with you. Because yeah, uh, so, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, go what on. were you going to say? Oh, no, no. Well, so I was, I was, go on. Sorry. Well, what he did, he, he was asked yesterday by Jim Comer if, in fact, the powers that be at, uh, in government rushed the, uh, the, um, the COVID vaccine. And he actually relieved two other doctors, Dr. Krauss and Dr. Gruber, from their roles in the vaccine approval process after they expressed hesitation and, uh, and didn't expedite the approval. And then they expedited the approval. And the day after it was approved... 
They mandated it for the military. I want you to hear this, and I will get your response on the other side. Dr. Peter Marks. I think it deserves an explanation, but what was going on during that summer that changed the situation was in the week ending July 10th of 2020. He's talking about the reason why they expedited it. There were 1,645 uh, deaths. In the week ending right. uh, August 14th, there were 9,406 deaths. There were an increasing number of deaths from COVID-19, and there was clear knowledge that having an approved vaccine would help Americans feel more comfortable getting vaccinated. So, so we felt speeding up the vaccine approval process. So, so let me, let me inter- interrupt. Unbelievable. Did anyone yeah. instruct you, or is this just a decision you made on your own? This was a decision that I had made on my own. So why were you pressuring the doctors and then removing them from the approval process when they disagreed? The approval process was one that was needed to move as rapidly as possible. (laughs) Um, One of the physicians... Okay, okay, let let me... me, uh, We may go back to that. Do do you recall any conversations regarding the need to approve the vaccines in order uh, for it to then be mandated. Ah. There was an acknowledgement that an approval could allow vaccine mandates to occur, but they were not conversations over that. Yeah, Uh, they uh, got the approval process because they wanted to mandate the vaccine, and as soon as it was approved, they mandated it for the military. What do you have to say about that, Dr. Hadar? Yeah, I mean, so first of all, no vaccine should ever be mandated. Number two, vaccines take take 10 and 20 at least years to make it's not going to be 100 days of or a few days or 365 days making of a vaccine because that's not how you make vaccine we know that it's impossible and we know that's going to be lethal and so obviously we also know that the covid is not really a vaccine it's a gene therapy and we know that the ingredients in that vaccine or gene therapy are extremely lethal, like SV40, the spike protein. These are not, these should never be consumed by humans, right? We know they're lethal and we've seen that. And so why are they making something mandatory? We know nothing good should be ever be mandatory, right? We know that they have an agenda in mind. We know that it's not for the health of any soldier or any human being or any civilian. We know that. So why are they doing that? We know they have an agenda behind it. And no vaccine has ever been made so quickly. And, you know, CEPI uh, has announced also the 100 days mission of a campaign that we want. They wanted to process a vaccine in 100 days for the new disease X that they don't even know what this is for, <laughs> but they're creating a vaccine within 100 days. What are they creating? What is really in there, right? I mean, and for yeah. what? <laughs> well, you so, know, and, and have you ever known, did you ever see anything like what you saw from the, uh, the government industrial complex with regard to what you could and could not say or what you could and not, could not prescribe as a doctor? Because doctors were told, even though they have autonomy generally, when somebody comes in, you can prescribe a treatment. But the government said you have to prescribe, you have to either put somebody on a ventilator, uh, and then you've got to get uh, wait for the vaccine or get the vaccine. And that was it. They said no to all of these medicines like hydroxychloroquine, which wiped out COVID and utter Pradesh. In, and uh, in, 
it, and ivermectin thank you very much they called it horse medicine by the way right. a good share of our medicines start out as animal meds we know this exactly. mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right right did you, did you ever see anything like this and and what do you hope is going to happen to those in power with the regard to the abuses that they they perpetrated on us well, unfortunately, those in power will always try to be in power and will try to control the population and will try to control everyone. And I'm hoping that people are awake more and more and are not going to say yes and are going to actually fight against what they're mandating or trying to, because the more people speak, the less mandates we'll have, right? So hopefully no one remains silent anymore. And people have woken up during the pandemic, as I call it, the plant um, pandemic, because this was no um, coincidence that we had a virus leak from the Wuhan lab, as we are seeing now in those bio labs that are happening in our own country, right? Just like in California. And I can talk about that in a little bit, but, you know, I would love no, to hear that. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, I would love to talk about that. That is something that we should definitely be paying attention to um, because these bio labs that are happening, and we know one shut down in California. And we don't know how many we have in the country now, but um, we do know that they found the one in Ridley, California, and that bio lab was, you know, created and funded. We don't know exactly by whom, but a Chinese PRC citizen who is a wanted fugitive from Canada with a 330 million Canadian dollar judgment against him for stealing American intellectual property and then creating that lab in California. And what do they find in that lab? You know what they're going to find, right? They found SARS-CoV-2, um, tuberculosis, malaria, HIV, Ebola. Yes. Ebola is a deadly virus. It's a deadly bug, right? It's got a lethal rate of 25 to 90 percent death rate. And these are all sealed in bags, right? And these are all like biological weapons. What are they doing with those labs? What do you suppose? What do you suppose? Because they aren't aren't developing treatments. They are tied in with the Communist Party. We know that the CCP was working with an affiliate of of Anthony Fauci's to fund gain-of-function research. They've lied about everything. What do you suppose? Do you suppose this is the U.S. and Communist China colluding to create viruses, enrich one another? I mean, what do you suppose about this? I suppose exactly that. I do suppose that the CCP and, of course, the PRC citizen, right, who is Chinese, um, who infiltrated America illegally, is working in this or has created this lab and has brought, they're buying these viruses online. How is it even legal? And how is this lab was even legal or it was clearly illegal? That's why they shut him down. They arrested the guy eventually. But why are they even allowing it? And why when the CDC was asked, and the FBI was asked to further investigate what are what is in those bags, what is in those tubes, and why are there over a thousand humanized mice running around? The CDC refused to co- cooperate. They refused to answer questions. They refused to look into it. Why? What does that I, tell uh, you? And of course, the CCP and the C, um, the um, uh, what is it? The Chinese person, um, I believe his name was uh, Zhu. Yes. Obviously, they're all connected. They're all working together. But, what do you, you know. What do you recommend, Doctor uh, uh, Hadar? Um, what do you recommend to the average person who's concerned about something happening this year? And yeah, so I recommend. Could we be, how could we be ready for something like this? Exactly. So first of all, don't panic. 
And don't listen, you know, don't take orders in a sense of don't go get a shot. The next shots are creating in line, right? Because that, you know, is going to be lethal. So get your immune system strong. You're always going to get your immune system strong by taking vitamin C and zinc, vitamin D, NAC, which is N-acetylcysteine, glutathione. Get your sunshine. Get your seven to nine hours sleep. Get your exercise, right? Do all these things to help your immune system. Take our spike support from the wellness company. The spike support has great immune support um, um, ingredients as well as against the spike protein that people have been injected. And unfortunately, they are shedding. And also get yourself a medical emergency kit. Thankfully, the amazing wellness company has brought together incredible medical emergency kit and contagion emergency kit and first aid kit. And they all include medications that the government back then blocked, right? They include um, ivermectin. They include antibiotics. They include things that we need to have when we are in emergency where you cannot go to the doctor or suddenly those medications are not available. So get prepared, right? Be prepared for an emergency because they promised in 2020, before, actually before 2020, event 201 in 2019, they had a simulation event 201 for COVID and sure enough, they made it happen. How would they know that there is a COVID coming and why would they shut the whole country down for so long and so much damage has been happening from that and medications were taken away that's what they're probably trying to do now. That's probably why these biolabs are happening and taking place. And because they're working on the next best virus. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps, well, think what, right? think, what they, think what they accomplished during the last one. They were able to suspend the First Amendment. They were able to shut business down. They were able to, you couldn't go to a movie or a concert for a year. They shut down your kid's school. They ruined their kid's education. I speak from experience. I have two kids who went through all of this nonsense. Look what they were able to do. Imagine. And I said they were setting the stage for something else. And I and we've got to be ready for it. Dr. Hadar Elbaz, exactly. I really appreciate you joining me today. Where can people find you on social media? Yeah, thank you so much for having me here. So I am on Instagram. Um, you can find me on dr.hadarsophia. So it's dr.h-a-d-a-r-s-o-p-h-i-a. And, of course, The Wellness Company. And then yeah. my website is The Vibrant Glow. And on Twitter, I'm hadardr. So All right, hadardr. very good. I will see you at the next Ironman triathlete competition. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you very <laughs> Thank you much. so much. Appreciate I appreciate it. your time. Take a break. Or take a, have a great weekend. Um, <clears throat> we're going to take a break in a second. Uh, TWC.health slash Carson. I know you're going to bring that up because, uh, you know, a lot of people are asking about the website. And you're like, is it .com? It's not. TWC.health slash Carson to save 10%. Let's take a break. Come back. Last break of the show on the other side of this. And this is the Rob Carson Show. All right, so we got one more break here, guys. Uh, I have a TV show. You you probably heard of it. It's called Rob Carson's What in the World. If you are a new listener, I do this TV show, and uh, it is uh, uh, it is a rapid fire um, show about uh, the week in politics, and uh, and I make fun of people because that's one of the things I do. I, I like to I like to I'm bringing back ridicule and uh, and taking back humor from the left because the left isn't funny anymore. And, uh, and I started writing for Rush Limbaugh many, many years ago. I brought comedy to his show when I first started for Rush. He was running, you know, parodies from like Weird Al, you know. And uh, we started writing for uh, Rush, and I worked for him for a number of years until Kit Carson died. And now I'm writing that same comedy, but for my show. And, and it, was, it was my comedy to begin with, so it's, it kind of makes sense. 
You know, like, let me give you an example. Let me give you a, a little example here. Here is, uh, here is one that I came up with, Jim Gosson. I said, you know, we kind of need an evergreen theme song about Hunter Biden. And the fact that Hunter Biden is completely corrupt, a total crackhead, and and we need to remind people all the time that he is really corrupt. And I said, maybe we need just a kind of a song that, you know, maybe people kind of know. Uh, it's kind of catchy. And I said, how about a folk song? Something like, uh, something like this. Hunter smoke crack and the times don't care. Hunter smoke crack, CNN don't care. Hunter took right, the media don't care. They protect him every day. When Hunter was a little boy, his crack pipe was his favorite toy. He played Little League when he was nine, tried to snort the third baseline. Hey. Hunter did coke, and Joe don't care. The FBI, they don't care. Nope. At the White House, he left his coke there. It got whisked away. Oh, no! He knocked up a stripper in Arkansas oh, yeah. Who had a daughter he never saw yeah, Refused to pay her child support She had to take Hunter to court Hey, Deadbeat dad who didn't care A child he had but he didn't care nope. Hunter smokes crack and no one cares Should put him away. away He breaks the law and no one cares yes. Will Hunter ever pay? That's what we do. We need a little bouncing ball, you know, uh, right across the words there and everything. <laughs> that is Jim Gossett, by the way. Uh, I worked with Paul Shanklin for a while at uh, the EIB Network, and uh, Jim Gossett is a genius. Okay, I'm just gonna say he's a, he's a genius. He did. I want to play. Can I? Can I be self indulgent? I gotta play this. I've never played this song on the radio. It's ridiculous. And it's the beginning of Lent. He did this song about the socialist uh, uh, pope of, of you know the, the pope we have now. And, and he's a socialist. And I said, we need a song about the new pope, because I'm Catholic. I don't like Benedict. I think he's, uh, he's awful. And this is honestly one of the most beautifully produced and sung songs I've heard. Listen. The pope is irresponsible. Listen to that. Call me anti-biblical. Throw in quite unscriptural, too. Isn't that just beautiful? I mean, come on. Will my recent edicts cause Unreal. schism? Absolutely. You think I never heard of the catechism? Okay, I got to cut it off of that because we're running out of time on the show. Uh, but if you get a chance to check out the podcast, newsmax.com slash listen, all right? We're going to put up today's podcast. We do it about an hour after every show and share it with others. My TV show, which is called Rob Carson's What in the World, is available on Newsmax. Uh, you can go to Newsmax Plus and sign up if you'd like. You can watch it on TV, a host of other places. Uh, NewsmaxPLUS.com if you want to sign up for the subscription, see the entire archive and everything. Let's take a break and come back, my friends. This is The Rob Carson Show. That's going to do it for the show, guys. God bless you. I really appreciate it. Share with others. Again, my TV show, Rob Carson's What in the World, on this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, NewsmaxTV.com. I'll see you Monday. In the meantime, uh, don't catch the stupid bite.